0: This Namaste podcast is brought to you by Cricket Live, the live game show you can play from anywhere using your tablet, mobile device, or smartphone. Why, hello there. Welcome back to another Namaste, the seventh episode. I can't even believe it. Time has flown by already. Holy moly, jamboli, if you don't recognize that phrase and you probably don't play Cricket Live, which is the game show that I actually host, Monday to Friday all day, every day. No, I'm joking. Three times a day, Monday to Friday. And it's amazing, guys. If you haven't already checked it out, but you listen to my podcast, you should probably check it out so that you know what I'm up to nine to five. That's weird. So that you, I don't know, you can play along. You probably, you probably would like it. It's a really fun game. And I mean, free money. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys have had a fabulous week so far. Today's a podcast. I'm going to just be chatting with you on my own. I had someone scheduled to come in and hang with me today, but unfortunately, they did have to cancel. So I decided, you know what? I don't want to miss an episode. And so I'm going to just talk to you guys all on my own and that person will reschedule and you guys will talk to them or hear from them on a later date. So today's podcast, I just kind of want to get really personal with you guys and tell you what's been going on. As I mentioned in the first podcast, I really want to make sure that my podcast is geared towards spirituality, self-development, you know, self-help ideas, and just ideas on how the world works and self-improvement, of course. (laughs) How many times can I say self? (laughs) But that's really what I want to aim my, my podcast to be around. So that's really what the last couple of episodes have been focused on because that's, you know, what the, the genre of my podcast is going to be from now on. So I just want to sort of update you on my life because, you know, recently there's been a lot of energy in the air. A lot of sensitive people, um, empaths, I like to call them, have been telling me that they've been experiencing tons of headaches. I have a lot of people been saying that they're so tired and yes the weather has been very up and down in the last while and so if you are experiencing headaches if you're very lethargic most likely it's because of the crazy weather changes if you're from the west coast uh, where I'm sorry the east coast oh my gosh (laughs) I am not in the West Coast, Melissa. You are not in Vancouver. Uh, If you are from the East Coast, uh, Toronto, New York, Florida, you've been experiencing a lot of weird um, weather changes from the ocean, of course, and, um, you know, from whatever's going on in the world, there's just been a lot going on, and so... A lot of people have been experiencing tons of changes, and I do think that a lot of it has to do with the weather because we're all connected. Everything is connected. Um, uh, When did I learn this? Maybe about a year, a couple years ago, actually, not a year ago. A couple years ago, someone had said to me, you know, when there's a full moon, the tides go crazy in the ocean, right? And... When you think about it, we are made up of, I think it's 70% water. So if the full moon could make the ocean, you know, that's water, go crazy, then why could it not also make us go crazy? Because we're, you know, we're, the majority of our body <laughs> is made up of water. So when you think about it like that, it can make sense why when the weather's crazy, when um, we're in specific moon faces, of course we are going to have some kind of like we're going to be affected by that. Right. So it just logically, scientifically makes sense. So anyways, there's been a lot of strange, um, heavy, crazy energy in the air that a lot of people have felt. I personally have also felt that I've been very on and off tired. Um, However, of course, there's other factors I haven't been eating as well. However, though, when when I'm tired and a lot of people would have to agree that when you're tired, you tend to want to you know, go for the crappier foods because it'll make you feel better, right? So it's just like this never-ending horrible pattern that you have to break at some point. But yes, I have been eating um, on on more of the junk food side <laughs> recently, and I've been traveling. So there's a lot of factors as to why I personally might be feeling tired. But I know that you know the weather has been really crazy, and it's just been a common. Um, a common thing that people have said to me in the last while so anyways there's been a lot of changes and um, you know with changes comes a lot of growth and I've been you know going through tons of personal changes. I've been cleansing my life of, you know, people that don't really resonate with me anymore. Um, just energy in general, I've been cleansing and trying to make my life, you know, significantly lighter and happier and better. So, one thing that I have been doing recently that I wanted to share with you guys is I have been going to these meditation circles. So, I have mentioned this before, there is a not a school, but like, well, I guess it's kind of like a school. It's a shop <laughs> in Pickering whom um, they also have classes at the shop uh, where, I don't know why I said whom, where they also have classes at the shop. And it's kind of like a little metaphysical spiritual school, if you will. And It's called Odyssey, so if anyone lives in sort of the Durham region area, highly recommend to check it out. I think I've probably, this is probably my fourth time bringing it up on the podcast because that's how obsessed I am with this um, school, jokes with this shop. (laughs) But anyways, so I've been taking these, meditation classes where I've been going to these meditation circles actually is what they're called. And they're run by this really lovely girl named Emily. And I actually would love to get her on the podcast at some point. She's so cool, guys. She does crystal uh, readings and she sits down with you and she gets you to pick out all these different crystals and you and she will sort of just give you a psychic reading based on what you pick. And I've actually personally done one with her before and she blew my mind. She's incredible. Highly recommend her. But I really want to bring her in and actually talk to her about her process around that at some point and hopefully she says yes. I don't know. I'm not sure if she will or not but I am gonna I'm gonna pray that she does. <laughs> but anyway so she actually runs these meditation circles and specifically they're actually called crystal meditation circles. So basically you go and uh, to the shop and there's sort of a downstairs area where they hold a lot of their classes and everyone sits in a big circle and in the middle of the circle there is a bunch of of stones and so usually each meditation circle we work with one specific stone and just for going so you pay ten dollars to go and just for going you get a free stone a crystal and so yeah so every single time you're working with a different crystal and her meditation circles are usually orchestrated around a specific theme so I went to one was it last night or the night before the night Oh, wait, no, it was last night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this was just last night. Anyways, it feels like so long ago. This was just last night. <laughs> so I went to her meditation circle last night and we were working with amethyst. And amethyst is a very beautiful, power, powerful, stone that a lot of people actually know about, work with. A lot of people wear amethyst necklaces, just have amethyst. It's a very popular stone just in general in you know, in uh, regular jewelry and so we were working with amethyst and if you don't know anything about amethyst amethyst is is a very powerful stone that you would maybe use if you want to increase your intuitiveness it's a very calming stone And it it just sort of helps center you. It helps you with letting go and sort of, um, you know, just grounding you. It's a beautiful stone. And I actually just learned all this last night. I've, I've known about amethyst. I've had amethyst many times in my life. But I haven't really worked with it before because it didn't really resonate with me before last night. So anyways. Last night I go to the circle, we're working with Amethyst, I pick up my stone and this one stone was just calling my name and they always say to just go with a stone that you energetically feel pulled to. And it's usually exactly the stone that you need. And I'll tell you a little bit more on that in, um, in a second because I have a whole other st- story around that process, which is really cool. But anyway, so I got my stone and then we sat in the meditation and she just sort of walks you through a guided meditation. And oh my gosh, guys, it was magical. It was just such a beautiful experience. If you haven't listened to my last podcast with Alina, MacLeod, she's so awesome. We talked all about um, self, self, uh, what are they called? The tanks. Oh, man, I'm completely blanking at the moment. But those self-deprivation tanks, I think they're called, where you get into a tank and you just sort of float around in darkness and it's just forces you to be mindful and to, you know, essentially meditate awake or you know sometimes people fall asleep but um, she ex- explained this experience that she had when in that tank where she just suddenly felt like energy and she couldn't feel her body anymore and I've had that experience a couple times before but last night specifically um, was the most unreal cool experience that I've ever had and I just literally became a cloud it's the only way I can describe it i became energy and it was magical and it was just weird I couldn't feel my body and I could just I could feel I could feel people coughing in the room and like they were kind of like jolting me a bit like I was just energy and I was moving with the energy of the room and it was it was just so cool and the stone just was was really calling to me and I I, I really resonated with it and I just it, it was beautiful it was awesome and I'm trying to think. I had so many different like weird visions while in this meditation. I sometimes I don't I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have certainly had many, many moments where I've, you know, met people that have crossed over. I've I've had really cool incidents as well in meditation where I've, you know, spoken to people's loved ones and whatnot and um, I've reiterated it back to them before and it's and surely enough it's been like quite dead on but I don't have them that often and I know it's something I just need to practice a bit more because a lot of people say yeah that's that's the start you need to like really practices practice like because like anything practice makes perfect right so but anyways, I just don't practice enough. So I don't often have those experiences. And also, yeah, yeah, it's really just because I haven't, I don't practice enough. But also, also, I just don't go into meditation long enough, I think. Usually when I meditate, I meditate very quickly within five to 10 minutes. And it's just because I, you know, I want to ground myself. It's not necessarily to get the full experience of, you know, meeting someone's loved mo- loved ones and whatnot. So Anyways, that happened, and I, I, what's weird about last night is that it was just, I went into such a deep meditative state that I don't remember much. I can kind of visualize the pictures that came into my brain, but I don't really remember too much about it, um, besides the, f- the, the moment where I felt, like, complete energy, which is, it was just so cool, and yeah, and I just, I just, I felt like I just let go of a lot, and you know, I've talked about this on my live streams in the in the past like couple of months. I've I, I used to do live streaming on this app called Peaks, but now I'm really focusing more on Instagram and actually if you wanna check out my live streams, they're gonna be on at Just Love by Melissa the Just Love Instagram. And that's where I'm going to do a lot of these sort of like meditative live streams or my goal writing live streams. They they're, they're going to be more focused on there and then, you know, my regular just chatty live streams will probably be on my normal Melissa Melody Instagram. But anyways, I've been talking about you know how much I've been letting go in the last while, sort of coming into my own power, owning my own power and you know just finding a lot of inner confidence and I do feel like in yesterday's meditation I let go of a lot of fear that I've been holding in and just sort of came into a lot of power because today I have I am experiencing a lot of internal you know relaxation and happiness and this is something that I tend to feel when I'm on vacation which is interesting And it's almost like I never allow myself in normal everyday life to actually just have fun, relax and enjoy life. I mean, I do. It just takes a lot of effort. Whereas today it hasn't taken much effort. And I think it's because I did a lot of the mental work last night. So anyways, it was a really beautiful experience. And If you do live in the Durham region, I would highly recommend that you check out Odyssey and its classes. And oh, man, I'm such a little cheerleader for this shop because it is it's just so cool. And honestly, anybody that goes there and that or that has been there before is the same way. Like everybody's sort of a cheerleader for it because it's just so great in the classes they offer and the community that, you know, they have established. It's just very loving and beautiful. So I'm uh, extremely passionate about it. So it was that was that experience. And it was just it was very beautiful. And I wanted to share that with you. But I also wanted to touch on something else that I uh, was uh, beginning to tell you guys. So um, getting back to uh, the crystal picking experience. So I have a lot of really cool stories around that. So if you've if you haven't ever bought a crystal in your life. Well, Now is a good time to start because they are magical. I don't don't know what it is, guys, but, you know, it's from the earth and they have healing properties. And I cannot tell you how it works, only that they work. And there's something about holding a specific crystal that you need that just really brings a lot of peace and healing to your body. So when I first started going there, I didn't know the whole process. So basically when you're choosing a crystal, what you need to do is just place yourself in front of, you know, a whole bunch of crystals and just sort of like, you can even close your eyes, but you don't have to. That's like getting really dramatic, (laughs) but I have done that in the past just to, you know, just so that you're not really using your mind at all. That's really closing your eyes is just to take your ego out of the situation. So you would close your eyes and, or you would, you know, just try to pick one at random, whichever crystal you are drawn to pick it. And then and obviously you won't know what it means. So then you you take it, you go pay for it and you ask, you know, the shop person to tell you or you just Google it online what it means. And usually it's exactly what you need. It's really weird and freaky. And you can also try that on, on other things as well. So there's there's these remedies called Bach flower re- remedies, Bach flower remedies. There we go. That's really hard to say fast. B-A-C-H and they are really special and incredible and healing as well. And I did the same thing with those remedies where I just went to, you know, the wall that had a bunch of the remedies on it and I just sort of picked the one that I was drawn to and then I looked up, you know, what its healing purposes were and it ended up being exactly what I needed. And boy, can I tell you how crazy these flower remedies Work. So let me get back to the crystals first. There's so many stories popping up now. Uh, <laughs> when I get talking about this sort of stuff, I just can talk for hours. Okay, so getting back to the crystal story. So I had two friends from Chapters. I used to work at Indigo Chapters, a uh, bookstore, in case you're American, you don't know what that is, but it's a bookstore in my area where I live. And, anyways, I brought these two friends of mine to Odyssey and I got them to do this process and pick out a stone. And then go to the shop owner and ask what the stone means. And so my one friend, I actually, I had just learned this. So before we went into the store, she was telling me how she just recently had gotten married and they were trying to have a kid. And she had just told me this before we had gone into the store. And of course, the stone that she was drawn to, that she picked up, was the stone for fertility. And it was just such a beautiful moment and just to see the look on her face where she was so shocked and she was amazed and it's it's magical guys The experience is literally magical go do it if you haven't done it already and then my other friend needed a stone for releasing and for just, you know, de-stressing and literally th- like that's what she chose she, in her life. She I she's she has a lot of, you know, sort of stresses that have come up for her in her life. A lot, I, it tends to be a lot. I think she she has a high stressful job. She works with kids, you know, it can there's a lot of energy there and um, that's she needed a, st- a stone to de-stress. And certainly she was drawn to that and it was it was so cool. It's just every single time. You know, I, it's funny because I'm still surprised <laughs> every time. I do, but I don't know why because I've experienced it so often. And my experience with the Bach flower remedies. So in 2015, man, I was going through a crazy transition in my life. I actually, I had just stopped using birth control pills. And for all you ladies out there, you guys whom have come off of birth control pills, you might be able to resonate with this because I know that I'm not the only one that has experienced this. I've talked to so many girls about this whom have had the exact same experience. But when I came off of them, my thinking completely changed. My body completely changed. Everything about me just changed. And it was just, it was a really crazy experience and I had just gone on this sort of Europe trip and I just was feeling so different and for the first time in my life I maybe because also I was 25 was it 25 or 26 yeah 25 for the first time in my life I felt my biological clock and it's probably because I was you know I, I was 25 and so you know usually I think at that point Decades ago, women would have kids and they would be, you know, maybe 10 at that time. Like 25 is actually quite old if you look in history when women would have, you know, kids naturally, right? So um, 25 and I was feeling my my biological clock and I'd never experienced that before. Maybe it's because the birth control pills sort of, I don't know what they, I mean, there clearly, there's something S- there's a lot of stuff in them, there's something so strong in them to, to prevent you from having a baby, which is the most natural thing, that of course it could mess with your mind. Of course it could have crazy other side effects. And so it only makes sense now that I'm off of them. Of course my thinking might be different because if, if they could be so strong as to stop a baby <laughs> from being formed when it's a natural thing, when two people have sex <laughs> and you know <laughs> it just if, if if it could stop that, then obviously it would make sense that it would it would it would change other things about you because that's you know that's a natural human instinct so anyways um, I experienced so many changes during that time because of i i believe that was a big thing and i started looking you know for a partner that i could see myself having kids with and i didn't even know that i was doing that at the time which is really interesting Um, but i reflect on my journals and just how i felt and yeah i was i was like almost being drawn to find someone that i could trust and, and, and need someone to be loyal to me so it's very interesting so anyways I was going through a lot of changes (laughs) and I was traveling a lot and you know I was unfortunately at the time I was having a bit of a falling out with my boyfriend whom I was with for a long time and you know we were it was a sticky situation because you know he was my best friend and still to this day you know you'll always you always care for your past lovers and he'll always be sort of like you know a best friend to me because we that's just the relationship that we had and yeah, I'm just going through a lot of changes. And so I was feeling a lot of sadness and guilt. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't drop it. I was just being overwhelmed with sadness and guilt from, you know, everything that I was going through. At the time, I also returned to England in the place where my grandmother lived and where my mom is from. And I hadn't been there in 10 years since my grandmother had passed away. And I just hadn't seen family in a very long time. And I was just... I was very overwhelmed from that and drama and a lot of, you know, I had these ideas of how my family was that was actually quite shattered when I went there on my own. And I maybe it's because my mom wasn't there to keep that belief system alive, but uh, I, I saw, I, I got a new perspective on how life really is. And it did kind of wake me up from my Disney fantasy beliefs of how, you know, a big family acts. And so anyways, I was really, I was feeling so like guilty and sad from the drama and I needed help. And so that's actually when I found Odyssey and I was drawn to Odyssey and I had gone there maybe once or twice before for stones. Cause I, you know, I, I knew I was a, a little, I was kind of involved in that world, not really too much, but so I went there and the shop girl, whom actually is, em- is Emily, who, whom I now take the crystal meditation classes with, she had recommended that I try pine from the Bach Flower Remedy. Now, pine is known for people that are dealing with guilt, feelings, with sadness, and I explained my whole situation, and she said, why don't you try pine that, you know, that could help you. And so sure enough, I did. And within weeks, I'm not I'm not even telling like I'm not even lying. Two weeks, probably my situation completely calmed down and most of it got resolved. And it was really cool. And, And I don't just mean that like the situation got resolved. I mean, my internal conflicts got resolved. My hatefulness towards myself finally stopped. And that is actually when I came up with the concept of JustLoveByMelissa.com, which I ended up creating and uh, then releasing March 23rd, 2016, the the following year. So really cool experience. And I've just had so many great, lovely experiences since then, like with Odyssey and with all the employees that work there. And um, I've just had so many magical, cool things happen around Bach flower remedies and the crystals and the classes that I've taken, I had some really cool incidences with the classes. So I think, you know what? I'm just going to share them with you guys while we're on this really spiritual podcast, which is, I mean, m- most of my namasles are going to be like this. We're going to be talking about these sort of, you know, ideas and whatnot. But yeah, I think specifically because it's just me talking today, I'm going to tell you a couple stories. So I want to tell you about, I took this, what was it called? The class? Was it... Psychic intelligence or psychic... It was called Psychic 101 or something like that. Uh, I took a class there called Psychic 101 or Psychic Intelligence or something like that. And basically it was to help you increase your intuitiveness. It was it was basically, you know, research, ideas, games that you can do that may help you increase your intuitiveness. So I had taken the first one of that and I think I took the second one of that as well. And I believe it was in the second one that I had some really cool things happen to me. So. And the second one, we're sitting in the circle and we're meditating and um, we applied some of the things that the teacher had said to us in our meditation. And then we we, you know, got out out of the meditation. And then if we had any messages for people in the room, then, you know, we were supposed to share. So. During my meditation, I will never forget this, guys. I still see it so clearly in my mind um, as if it just happened. It was just such a cool experience. So in this meditation, I had seen this guy, a really tall guy, and he had come to me. And (laughs) it sounds so funny to say out loud. (laughs) But anyways, this is, uh, you know, whether you believe it or not, this is what happened. These are the facts. And it's pretty cool. So this guy whom I, in my, you know, head, I'd seen as being a really tall individual, and he had come to me and he kept pointing to shoelaces. And I just didn't understand. I, I obviously, I couldn't make sense of it. And I was just thinking I was making it up in my brain. He's pointing to shoelaces and I, you know, in my brain, I brushed it off. And then I saw a bar and, a, and, and I saw football in a bar. And I was like, OK, this is this is me making it up. This is just a regular gentlemen at the bar watching football. Even though that's actually football's not really that popular in Canada. If if I'm being honest, football is actually probably the least favorite sport. If if you if we did a tally of every Canadian boy, I'm pretty sure football would be like probably last, because hockey would be first, then basketball, baseball, then football. I would say. But anyways, um, so he was watching football specifically football. I saw a football. Actually, he, no, he also threw a football. That's the other thing that I saw. And he was tall and he kept pointing his shoelaces. And, and then I also saw him. I saw another vision with him sort of at war. And so very interesting. So anyways, I was like, whatever. And I specifically saw that it was for one of the girls in the circle. And I when I woke up, I knew it was for her. So anyways, I was like, what the heck? I'm just going to have fun. And I'm going to say this out loud. If I'm wrong, then whatever. This is a class. We're here to learn. Right. So I you know, raised my hand and I said to this lady whom I now know is uh, Lori. And uh, she, I said to her, so I saw this guy, (laughs) he's really tall and I think he likes football because I saw him passing a football to, you know, a ghost, (laughs) to someone, I don't know. And uh, he was, you know, or watching it also like in a bar and he kept pointing to shoelaces. So like, uh, like, and I don't know if he like was missing a shoe or he needed new shoelaces or, or, but I don't know what that's about, but maybe you will know. So anyways, she her mouth dropped and she, you know, said to me, well, actually, I have this best friend whom is, you know, was very tall in his life and he was obsessed with football and he would always go to the bar to watch it. And uh, most specifically, he would go to Shoeless Joe's. And I just had a moment where every single time I tell this story, I get shivers because it's just it's just so crazy and it's just, it's so, it's so interesting. Now you could say, you know, oh, it's just a coincidence. He was a male that's tall, who liked football. But the really cool thing was the shoeless Joes that, that it, it was very specific on the shoelaces, on the shoes, sho- sh- the shoes, he kept pointing to shoes and specifically the shoelaces. It's just, and, and, and I think it's because it's supposed to sound like shoeless Joes, shoelaces, Joes, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, crazy. Just it was just a crazy um, incident, and then also he was very obsessed with um, war, and I think like like he just had a lot of family that was in the war, and I'd said that too, and she had confirmed that, and so when I saw that vision, I guess that was sort of associated. But anyways, very interesting, really cool experience, and I, I just yeah, and I I know that I have the ability to get better at you know talking to people that have crossed over, but. Um, I'm not I, I I can't say that I'm a full-blown medium because I am not talented enough yet. Not that I can't get there because I think obviously I can because I've had visions that have come true. I've had, you know, I've I've met people or you know whatever they are energy. I don't even know what to call it ghosts <laughs> that have, you know, ended up, you know, giving me proof, but I just I'm not some people are able to just, you know, sit there and tell you everything about your grandparents just right off the bat and it's it's the most it's the most cool experience but I'm not there yet but I do think I could get there I know that there's a saying not all um m- not all psychics are mediums, but all mediums are psychics. And I do think that's true. I'm very intuitive. That's for sure. I'm quite psychic. Um, but yeah, I, I, and I, am, I'm, I could definitely be a medium. I think I just need to practice. <laughs> but anyways, that was a really cool experience. I've had some really cool experiences with amazing psychics. Like I said, Emily's really great uh the lady that works at Odyssey the lady she's the same age as me i don't know why i called her that <laughs> but i guess she is a lady she's like a queen she's really amazing she's beautiful energy she's really talented very well rehearsed she's a medium psychic as well and like i said she works with crystals she's really cool and i've had um another experience with another lady at Odyssey named Nicole and she blew my mind as well. She actually, I have a really cool experience with her. She pulled me out of an audience, which is crazy. You, you hear all these stories of, you know, mediums putting on shows where they pull people out of the audience. And a lot of time people say, oh, they're, they're, they were actors. They were, they were planned that way. But I can tell you uh, straight from the horse's mouth myself that uh, it, I was not, you know, a planned actor. I was literally pulled out of an audience by this woman named Nicole who you know spoke to me word for word d- like uh, a perfect description of my dad's dad and my my grandfather whom I actually have never met and it's funny because many psychics have actually told me that my grandfather from my dad's side is always around me so it's it's very interesting she she wasn't the first one to tell me this but she had you know very specifically told me details about my grandfather that there you know she she didn't even know me so it was just it was really cool Um, down to like what what age he was when he died down like she was telling me how like all all of my issues with my dad having blocks and like not really being in my life like you know he like my my grandfather like apologizes for that because he wasn't there and he was an alcoholic and he he actually passed away when my dad was eight or was it seven anyways doesn't matter <laughs> eight or seven and anyways he she said all this to me and it was just mind-blowing and I was just crying my eyes out because it was just the most magical experience but um I just yeah I had a really cool experience with her where she also reminded me of a crazy medium moment that I had as a child. And so my grandmother's house in England on my mother's side is really quite spooky. And I, I've told, I think I might've mentioned this to you guys in my podcast with my mom. Uh, that was the second one I interviewed my mom <laughs> and told her a few cool stories. But when I was a kid, I remember in my grandmother's house, everybody that I know that has been in my grandmother's house has said that they feel that it's haunted it was, it was really a weird energy house. And my mother actually confirmed later on in life that she had played the Ouija board with her brother and, you know, some friends from the street in that house. So it makes complete sense because that house was stupidly like haunted. It was so, it was so clearly haunted because everybody that walked in there would say that. But anyways, so there was this one room that Every one of my cousins said that they had felt weird energy from that room and felt like, you know, they weren't wanted in that room. And sure enough, that was actually the spare room that people would stay in, of course, right? So um, I had remembered as a kid, I remember looking up at the top of my stairs and seeing a man standing there with a long black coat and a top hat. And obviously, I think I was probably actually, I can't even say I was a kid. I think this is when I was 15. Actually, I wasn't it wasn't that long ago, but um, I f- I've forgotten a lot of my high school days that a lot of those years are a big blur, probably because they were so dramatic. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's that had happened. And I was really creeped out and freaked out about it that I kind of blocked it out of my mind. And I didn't want to think about it I was really genuinely scared and I remember um, when we had gone to visit my grandmother during that time I ended up sleeping with my mom in my mom's room for a lot of that time because I was quite scared after that incident Um, but anyways I was reminded of that incident when I was when I had met Nicole and she had just out of nowhere said the man with the long black coat and the top hat in your grandmother's house, don't worry about it. He's no one, nothing to be like, nothing to be scared of. He won't harm you. And she just said that out of nowhere and I literally like, my mouth dropped. It was a crazy, crazy experience because I had at that point forgotten about it and then she just reminded me of it and there's, there's no way, I'd, I'd never told anyone. How would she ever know that? It's not like she could have, you know, done a research on Instagram or Facebook and find out about that. So anyways, it was just a really cool experience. And then I had gone back home in 2015 and told my cousins about that um, in England. And they, you know, all confirmed that they had felt weird energy in that house as well. And my aunt, in fact, had said that the only picture she had seen of her grandmother or grandfather, sorry, (laughs) was of a man in a long black coat with a top hat. So that was like, that was just, it was mind blowing. It was really cool. So clearly, clearly it was like my great grandfather, obviously, (laughs) just hanging out with us and clearly wasn't harmful after all. But anyway, such a cool experience. God, I can talk about this forever. I love how I can talk to myself for a long period of time. (laughs) It makes quite, lot of sense when I reflect on my childhood. I spent a lot of time by myself. I did have a really hard time relating to people growing up. I think I always sort of felt a little bit different when a lot of the girls in elementary school would be hanging around talking about boys and just chatting and gossiping. I was preparing for my dance competitions and singing and dancing and walking around the track with my best friend at the time, Kathleen, writing songs. I just... I never really fit in with a lot of the kids, the normal kids, I would call them. Um, or maybe I'm the normal. Maybe they were the unnormal kids. That's not even a word, Melissa. <laughs> but uh, I definitely have always felt a little out of step and that's actually why I think I ended up going to an art school. But funny enough, even even then I still felt out, out of step. And I think the lesson there is that It's very hard to find people that you can really relate to. It's very hard to find people that share the same values as you and have the same goals as you and and see life similar to you and you have fun with. Like there's, you know, a lot of aspects that a friend needs to have in order to become a best friend. And I think just growing up, it's you know, you're limited to – the selection of friends that are in the same school as you or play the same sports as you and so you have friends for sure but I don't think you really find those heartwarming beautiful relationships until you're much older and you first off also know more about yourself because I think you know going through puberty you're still getting to know yourself you don't really know what you love and how you think about life and what your opinions are really until you get to be about 25. So. I think that uh, for a lot of people, it's quite normal to not know – know what you need in a great friend and 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 know what you you want in the people around you. And so I think it's you know it's a trial and error thing and if you're lucky you'll meet someone when you're 6 years old and you'll be best friends till you know you're 80. But that doesn't always come around every single day and I think and I'm definitely one of those people where I I I've had many lovely friends but I I have never truly felt completely understood and accepted until, you know, the last few years, the last five to ten something years, uh, in the end of high school and whatnot. So – Um, Everything takes time, and I'm not really sure why I started ranting on about this, but I guess maybe it's for maybe somebody listening in high school who does feel a little bit out of step, or maybe you're 14 or in elementary school and you're you just so happen to be listening, and you are someone that also feels like you don't really fit in, or maybe you're 50 and you're listening and you don't feel like you fit in. Honestly, I I think there's more people out there that feel this way than we know i think a lot of people tend to feel this way i think maybe that is also why there's a lot of people struggling with anxiety and depression and it's a lot of it is from loneliness we're social beings and and not to get too much into this topic but I mean we're not that sociable like we used to yes we have social media and we're technically being sociable but I don't think social media will ever replace human to human interaction and contact and so I think that you know definitely contributes as to why we're not as close anymore but I and not as um happy anymore as humans. So anyways, I'm getting far off track, but my point really is that I think it's hard to find, you know, your people and I think we have to be sociable and put ourselves out there and really get to know ourselves first and once we really know ourselves and what we love and how we feel about life and our values, our opinions, um, what our goals are, I think that's when you start attracting, you know, the right kind of people that you feel peace with, that that accept you for how you are and so uh, if you are in a place where you don't really feel like you have people that resonate with you, you know, resonate on your frequency whatnot um, know that there's hope and just keep working on yourself and keep you know doing what will bring you joy and doing you and I I truly believe that that is you know partly a big key factor to attracting you know everything you want in life not just a good friend group but attracting you know really the life that you truly want Anyways, I have been ranting on and on. I think I am just going to wrap up this podcast. But yeah, this was rather fun. If you don't know about my meditations, uh, recently I just posted my grounding meditation on this Namaste podcast. It's available as all of them are on iTunes and SoundCloud. So you can actually uh, listen to my last grounding meditation and... Yeah, you can use it. And if you like it, I actually every month I create new meditations. And most recently, oh my goodness, I am currently working on a Harry Potter themed meditation for all of my nerds and fantasy lovers out there. And oh my gosh, I am just so excited to get this out there. But I just recently released a garden meditation, one that I wrote and it's a guided one obviously and it's just so beautiful. And anyways, if you wanna check it out, if you wanna listen to it, if you like my grounded meditation, oh man, I have so many others. And if you do like them, I have an account on patreon.com. So that's P A T R E O N.com slash just love by Melissa. And if you want to support me, I release a free meditation every single month on that podcast. You can pay a dollar, two dollars, whatnot. But any way that you support me, you will get a free meditation every month, as well as my spreading love calendar, which is something I created where every month I create this calendar where there are many, where you will do many different tasks on the calendar that I've put on there and it will help raise your vibration and the people around you. So it's, yeah, it's essentially to spread love uh, upon the world. We all need a little uplifting every so often, especially now with everything that's happening in the world. So I think it's very important that, you know, we, we make an active effort in our society and with ourselves. So that's why I created that. And so you will get that every month, a spreading love calendar. So it's sort of like a to-do list to raise the frequency and vibrations around you. And then also, depending on what tier that you pick, because there's different packages if you support me in different ways. But um, I also have a Discord channel. So if you don't know what Discord is, it's essentially like an MSN chat. <laughs> if you don't know what MSN is, then you probably you probably were born after 2000. but anyways, it's a, it's a chat app where you can chat um, with me personally and, you know, give me feedback on my projects or just talk to me, you know, whenever you like. And I have a couple people that support me and they are on my discord channel. So yeah, so there's many different things that you could get from me just by, you know, how you're supporting me. So you can check it out and yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm really enjoying creating these meditations, man. They are they are so fun, and I I just really love creating in general. So and meditations are you know so healing. So you can check them out. Like I said, Patreon.com/slash/justlovebymelissa, and let me know your thoughts. <laughs> All right, well I'm gonna wrap up this lovely chat. So I hope you enjoyed this chat, guys. I I don't even know what to call this. This isn't a bedtime. I'm gonna be real. I am hanging out at Cricket HQ right now, just hanging out in the boardroom recording this and talking to myself the people that work here definitely think I'm insane (laughs) if they didn't before they definitely do now (laughs) but anyways this has been fun thank you so much for hanging out with me don't forget the grass is greenest where you are right now don't think about what you don't have and what other people have appreciate what you have right now be grateful for what you have right now. All you have is right now. So try to find some inner happiness where you are and remind yourself that the grass is always going to be greenest where you are right now. Sending you all so much love, light, and motivation to tackle those goals. Slay at those goals. Nama slay. (laughs) Bye guys.